The woke, progressive, left-wing cultural forces have spent years, well, they've spent decades really, trying to cancel Christmas. Fascinatingly, the same forces that are trying to kill Christmas now have their sights set on another religious holiday, the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah. It's taken them 50 plus years to demonize and destroy our beloved Christmas, and only one year to do the same to Hanukkah. I'm Candice Malcolm, and this is The Candice Malcolm Show. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the True North channel, leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the podcast, and head on over to our website, www.tnc.news, to sign up for our newsletter so you never miss a story. And if you do enjoy our work, please consider supporting our journalism. Hit that donate button and consider leaving us a modest donation. Okay, so here we go. The left goes after Christmas, our most beloved holiday, the most wonderful time of the year. They go after Christmas for one reason and one reason alone. They hate Christianity. They hate everything it represents and everything that it has created. Now, you and I might look around at our world of peace and prosperity, respect, tolerance, basic human rights, dignity for all, the idea that we are all inherently equal and that we have free will. We look at those things and we think, wow, that is wonderful. Those things are worth preserving. The left looks at those traditions, the ones that you and I cherish, and they want to dismantle them. They want to replace it with something entirely different, some utopian scheme, some system that has never been tried before, or even worse, something that has been tried and has led to mass murder and universal misery. That's what the left wants to do. They want to unravel everything about our society. Now, remarkably, when it comes to Christmas, these forces have been successful. They slowly erased the most important day in the Christian calendar, the most the, the day that simply acknowledges the birth of the most consequential person in all of human history. So how did they do that? Well, first, they stripped the holiday of any religious meaning whatsoever, making it just merely about commercialism and imaginary children's characters. And then after that, they went even further, and they demonized the very idea of acknowledging Christmas. We must say happy holidays. In Canada, in 2023, you will rarely hear a person wishing you Merry Christmas at the store, in, in your kid's school, anywhere you go. You will hear happy holidays. You very rarely hear Merry Christmas. Why is that? Well, we wouldn't want to offend people who don't like Christmas. We wouldn't want to offend those Marxist atheists who get triggered by hearing the word Christmas. So it isn't just about erasing religion from our society. It's about erasing everything, erasing our history, erasing our traditions and the values that have been embedded in that history and in those traditions. And we reached a new low in 2023 when the Canadian government told us that Christmas, I kid you not, Christmas is a white supremacist holiday. Simply acknowledging Christmas is a form of discrimination and intolerance, this according to the brilliant Canadian Human Rights Commission. Well, now Christmas is not alone. It's not just those who celebrate Christmas or who want to acknowledge Christmas that are being demonized. Jews have been added to the basket of deplorables. And now Hanukkah is getting canceled. It's getting the Christmas treatment. In just two short months, two short months since that October 7th terrorist attack. Remember, that was when Arab terrorists, an Arab Islamist group called Hamas, invaded Israel and attacked Jewish civilians in their beds. So for the crime of being the victim of a terrorist attack, Jews have suddenly fallen to the very, very, very bottom of the left's victim hierarchy. Jews are now perhaps even lower on that hierarchy than straight white males in their sympathy from the left, believe it or not. So just like that, 
Hanukkah has also been canceled by the woke mob. Jews are settlers, we're told, and settlers are not civilians, so they're all fair game for violence. Apparently, what the left just likes to call resistance. So this is what we've seen in cities across North America, Hanukkah being canceled, being downplayed, uh, being outright rejected in American cities like Washington, D.C., Williamsburg, Virginia, and Los Angeles for good measure. They just canceled both. They canceled both Christmas and Hanukkah, just to be fair. Up here in Canada, we've seen the same thing. In Moncton, New Brunswick City Council decided to end the 20-year tradition of lighting the Hanukkah menorah in front of City Hall, only to then reverse that decision after some negative feedback. I think that uh, Jody Gondock, the mayor of Calgary, takes the cake. She sort of said it all when she refused to attend the Hanukkah memorial lighting ceremony. She said that it was just too political. So here's a flyer for that event. It just says Calgary Community Menorah Lighting. It says here, Am Yisrael Chai, which simply means the people of Israel live. So again, just saying that Jews have the right to live. Uh, apparently that is political. Here it says unity supporting Israel, Jewish pride. So we had Jody Gondek and she said, on the eve of a beloved Calgary tradition, the annual menorah lighting at City Hall, I've learned that the event has been repositioned to be political. This breaks my heart. It is with great regret and sadness that I will not be attending. My statement is posted. And then she, she shared a, a picture of the poster. For those who don't know much about Jewish holidays and Calgary Mayor Jody Gondock has simply outed herself as being a person who does not know very much about Jewish holidays. Hanukkah is an inherently political celebration. It is intrinsically tied with the state of Israel. It is a festival commemorating the recovery of Jerusalem and the rededication of the second temple at the beginning of the Maccabee revolt. So the story you probably know is about how there was enough oil to keep one candle lit and it was a miracle because it remained lit uh, for nine days. That was during a war. That was when the Israelites were taking back Israel and Jerusalem. So again, the, the celebration is inherently political. It is about the state of Israel. And so this ceremony is simply acknowledging that. And by acknowledging that, apparently, that makes it too political for the Calgary mayor to attend, just, just for good measure. Let's just uh, recall a year ago when Calgary raised the Ukraine flag to show its support for a sovereign nation under attack. These are Jody Gondock's own words, uh, show support for sovereign nation under attack. Under a horrifying and unprovoked attack. Hmm, sound, sound familiar? Does it sound familiar? We stand in support of the Ukrainian community in our city and the people we have who have close ties to their homeland. So it is okay to go to a political event. It is okay to turn City Hall into a political symbol by raising the Ukraine flag uh, when it comes to supporting Ukraine. But when the same thing happens when Israel is invaded, uh, you know, it is a sovereign and democratic country. When it is invaded, that's too political and we just can't quite get involved. Those aren't the only examples. A student over at the University of Alberta, my alma mater, uh, wanted to put a menorah up to celebrate Hanukkah and the school said no. And then they also took down the Christmas tree for good measure. So what can I say? Jews, welcome to the club. Uh, you're, you're getting canceled just like Christians have been canceled over the many years. So uh, to, to get more insight on this issue, I would like to bring in my friend and colleague, Andrew Lawton, who's the Andrew Lawton Show here at True North, uh, to get his opinion. Hey, Andrew, thanks so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. Thanks very much. So, Andrew, you have been covering the war on Christmas since as long as I've known you as a journalist. I think that you are someone who covers this every year and you stay on top of the latest craziness like the Human Rights Commission this year saying that uh, celebrating Christmas is discriminatory and white supremacist or something like that. Um, so can you just tell us about the forces behind this movement and when you first started observing it or when you think it started? 
Yeah, it, it's a bit of a weird one. And I, I never even like using the term war on Christmas because there's this weird parallel reality in which you get a number of people, typically those on the left, that say there's no such thing. It's made up. There, there's no war on Christmas. And it's kind of like political correctness, where it's a term that becomes the subject of debate as to whether or not it even exists. And uh, the point that I always say to counter that is that there is a war on Christmas, but it's not coming from Muslims. It's not coming from Jews. It's not coming from immigrants that are offended by this, uh, you know, originally Christian holiday. It's coming from white secular liberals that want to be offended on other people's behalf. Now, that's historically been the case. And I think that worldview has become very much institutionalized, not just in the Canadian Human Rights Commission, which you alluded to, but also in the the bland, uh, risk-averse corporate world, which thinks that we need to just strip away anything that might possibly at some point maybe just just offend one person. And as a result, uh, Christianity and Christmas, which are, are not mutually exclusive, I'd argue that Christmas has become more of a cultural holiday to a lot of people than strictly a, a religious holiday, which it is for me. But as a result, Christmas tends to be in the crosshairs. And, and you know, you always see some wacky manifestations of that. Well, it's so interesting, Andrew, because I think a lot of people who come to Canada as immigrants, and I would count uh, my in-laws, my uh, husband's family uh, in that group, you know, they, they really admire the West. They like Western civilization, and they understand how it is intrinsically tied uh, to Christianity, to the birth of Jesus Christ. Like I said, uh, Christmas is simply acknowledging the birth of probably the most influential, consequential person in human history. And so they, they actually like the Christmas markets and the Christmas festivals and the Christmas trees, and they're they're more likely to say Merry Christmas uh, than you know the, the 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 white liberal atheists that uh, that you described. And so it's kind of a shame. I, I made this uh, comment to uh, some some people at True North that you know if if you were like in Dubai or if you were in the, the, somewhere in the Arab world uh, and it was Ramadan, uh, could you imagine like someone not saying? happy Ramadan around you because they were worried about offending you uh, and saying happy holidays and said like it would just never happen. It's something that's like uniquely happening uh, in the Western world and probably a lot in Canada. So I talked a lot about how uh, Jews and and people celebrating Hanukkah are now getting a very similar treatment uh, to us Christians and those who want to celebrate um, Christmas. It's been interesting to watch. So, um, d- you know, does does this surprise you? What do you make of, of Jews being lumped in now with uh, sort of the, the deplorables and, and, and not being able to celebrate their own holiday? It doesn't surprise me because it's been part of a, a very long-term process here where uh, there's this Caucasification of Jews and Judaism. And what I mean by that is that Jews have always been a religious minority. They've always been an ethnic minority. They've always faced tremendous persecution. And uh, my friend Laura Rosen Cohen has this uh, very, I mean, it's a sad, but it's a very apt line that everyone meets at Jew Hate Junction. It's the place that is the target of hate for the far left, for the far right, for uh, various religious fundamentalists. And anti-Semitism is always the most prevalent form of hate whenever there are studies done on on hate crimes, which I, I realize is a bit of a loaded term. But Jews have also been rebranded by, in a lot of cases, anti-Semites, so that they cannot be oppressed. They can only be the oppressors. Jews are not victims. They are privileged. And it's why this anti-colonialism narrative has been injected into uh, the horrendous atrocities that Hamas was perpetrating against Jews and and Israelis just a couple of months ago. So uh, you have now Jews that that people refuse to see as minorities and, and 
refuse to see as being targeted by anything. So now their holiday, which is not, you know, nearly the most widespread holiday in Canada, Hanukkah, is viewed as part of the dominant culture now, this this hegemony like Christmas, which is just bizarre and, and makes no sense whatsoever unless you follow that context of, of how Jews have been perceived by largely anti-Semites. Well, it is kind of interesting, Andrew, because I, I have uh, a lot of Jewish friends and, and I even have Jewish members in my in my own uh, family. And for religious Jews, Hanukkah isn't really that big of a deal. Like the main holiday in the Jewish calendar is Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the new year, and then Yom Kippur is the holiest day of the year, the Day of Atonement. And that, that happens in the fall, and that's sort of very important. And then you have Passover, which is like the big feast, and, and again, like celebrating the existence of Israel, but also just celebrating your community and your family. Um, and, th- and then uh, Hanukkah has sort of been made, in especially in North America and the U.S., uh, to be a big holiday because it coincides with Christmas. Christmas. And, you know, a lot, <laughs> yeah. of the, a lot of the Jewish kids uh, growing up felt left out that they didn't get the Christmas tree. And so their parents made Hanukkah like a bigger deal over the last, I don't know, maybe century or so. Um, but, but, but if you go to Israel or if you're in a very strictly religious community, it's not the big of a deal. But the meaning behind Hanukkah is political. It, it, it's, it's, it's about the fight for Jerusalem, um, Jews recapturing Jerusalem during the Second Temple period, and about the Jewish people having their own place. So, so it's, it's kind of ironic that, you know, a holiday that wasn't, that wasn't necessarily the, the top profile uh, Jewish holiday has become that way because of North America won it. And then now, you know, as we saw in Calgary, uh, Mayor Jody Gondek saying that it was too political to go to uh, Hanukkah because, you know, it's, it said uh, support Israel or something on the flyer, but it, it, it's hard to <laughs> remove the, the holiday of Hanukkah um, from Israel. So uh, yeah, I just, I just wanted to sort of uh, get your thoughts again on on you know why like like or, or, or let, let, let me ask you this question it seems that christians have sort of come to terms with the fact that our holiday isn't we can't celebrate christmas out in the open anymore we'll you know we'll just say happy holidays and we don't want to offend people uh, but it seems to me that jews aren't going to take that they're fighting back uh they're saying no we're going to push back against the jody gondocks that are canceling uh christmas we saw the city council in um in New Brunswick say that they're not going to celebrate Hanukkah. And then there was so much pushback that they said, okay, okay, fine, we will. Uh, It seems to me that Jews are fighting back a lot more um, than Christians are. Uh, What what do you make of this? Well, I think there are two things. I I think as far as Christmas goes, and this is where I I go back to why the war on Christmas is a bit of a a challenging term. I'd argue we don't just hide Christmas, but we do this internally inconsistent and illogical thing where we try to strip away what Christmas is and we'll keep the red and the green and we'll keep the holly and we'll keep the presents, but we'll pretend that it's not Christmas we're doing. We just happen to be doing all of these things that kind of look and feel and sound and smell like Christmas uh, around the same time as Christmas. What a, what a coincidence that we're doing all this on December 25th. I mean, Justin Trudeau a couple of years ago issued a Christmas statement in which he did not mention Jesus or Christianity. Uh, so to him, Christmas, I mean, he might as well have just been honoring the winter solstice or something. It was just this generic, I mean, some might say pagan, but it was just this generic, bland honoring of Christmas as being some meaningful day. And he was saying Christmas is for everyone. Now, look, I believe as a Christian that people should be able to enjoy Christmas, whoever they are, but Jews don't say Hanukkah is for everyone, and Muslims don't say Ramadan is for everyone, and uh, the people that honor Diwali don't say, uh, like, really directly that Diwali is for everyone. Uh, That doesn't mean other people can't participate and exchange and, and learn about about it. 
But but Jews are saying, no, Hanukkah is this to us. And, and when you mentioned, I think quite accurately, that uh, there is an inherent politics to the history of, of Hanukkah, what I would do is go one step further and say it shows the inextricable link between Jewish people and Israel, that you can't just separate these two things out and say, well, I, I'm not anti-Jew, but I'm anti-Israel, or, or, well, yes, I'm okay, you know, being nice to my Jewish neighbors, but I don't want them to mistake me for, for being pro-Israel, which is basically what Jody Gondek was doing. Well, it's, it's interesting what I've observed, Andrew, to your point, I think you're completely right, that even secular atheist Jews are standing up for Jewish people at this time and saying, no, like it doesn't matter how religious you are or how orthodox you are, or even, I, I mean, to your point, like there is something in intrinsic about uh, Jewish identity and the state of Israel, but I've noticed sort of across the board, uh, every Jews that I know, I was talking to a Jewish friend, uh, Andrew from Montreal, who is very liberal, so much so that he's one of the top uh, donors and fundraisers for Justin Trudeau. And he, he's one of the people who just absolutely live it. He's, I've had enough. And he's like, look, you know, uh, me and my wife are very much on the left. And when you lose my wife and I, uh, you know, you, you know that you've lost this battle because they are no longer. I said, hey, welcome to our side. You know, um, it's good to have you. But I, f I feel like this is a breaking point for so many Jewish people that they just they, they see the true colors of the, the sort of anti-colonial, de decolonized, uh, woke left. And, and they don't like it. And they've had enough of it. What do you think of that? Yeah, I, I think you're right, and, and I think everyone has their, their red line. Everyone has their, their hill to die on, and, and for Jewish people, uh, Israel has always been that—I well, shouldn't say always, but, but for many Jewish people, Israel has always been that uh, hill to die on, because for them it is personal. I mean, you, you cannot find that many Jewish people that do not have at some point in their family uh, some horrendous loss, either directly to the Holocaust or to some other— uh, atrocity that's taken place against the Jewish people with alarming regularity and frequency. So so for Jews, this is very personal. And I'm seeing some incredibly far left Jews that I know. I mean, people that would even be further left than uh, the friends that you just described that, that right now are, are in lockstep with the right by promoting Israel. But because to them, it's not a left-right issue. It's not a partisan issue. It, it's just the survival of them, their family, their community, and their people. And that's the one thing that I, I think a lot of people that aren't connected to this debate need to realize. Very true, very insightful. Well, Andrew, I really appreciate your thoughts and your comments, and uh, I'll probably see you again before Christmas, but just in case I don't, uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. I hope you have a wonderful, uh, blessed celebration. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, and, and happy Hanukkah to uh, those affected by that as well. Certainly, certainly. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Kenneth Malcolm, and this is The Kenneth Malcolm Show.